Welcome to the Cracked End Comedy Club! <laughs> this week we have Josephine Lacey, Colin McDonald, Fiona Frawley, John Spillane, and Rob Moriarty. And Eddie and Damo talk about what happened with that toy plane, Bal and Robe, and where is Anne Frank? All right. Who loves comedy? We do. What a week. Welcome back. Cracking lineup. Uh, we had Josephine Lacey over from London over on the weekend. Yeah. I used to see her every week when I lived in London because she ran the Top Secret Comedy Club Monday. She'd host it and I'd always be there. And it was great seeing her again. I hadn't seen her since the panda. Mm-hmm. Ripping it up. Yeah. First time I met her. Absolutely fantastic. Loved yeah. her set. Hit it. Because I recently had a birthday. I was 54. I know a bitch looks good, right? Yeah! I'm only half black, but I still don't crack. <laughs> All right? And my eldest, she gave me the best birthday present ever. She made me a grandma for the first time. Aww. I know, I know, I'm officially a gilf. Hashtag Justine. You shut up, I don't do anal. <laughs> And I know, I know for some of you, GILF is going to be a derogatory term, but let's keep shit real, right? It's better than grandma, innit? <laughs> I mean, I trust we all love our grannies, and I ain't got an issue being a granny, but when you have a conversation about the elders, you picture your own. Here's the thing. My nana is four foot seven. Her titties are five foot six. <laughs> she has a head of white hair. None of her teeth are her own, and when she sneezes, God bless her, she does actually shit herself, <laughs> all right? I ain't like that, right? So I said to me daughter, I said, listen, we have to have a conversation because I want to know what you're going to raise the baby to call me. So we had a conversation, and we reached a compromise. Would you all like to know what the compromise is? <laughs> She's going to raise the baby to call me Gma. Listen, I'm born and bred Southwest London. That shit is gangster. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Gmar J is in the house. <laughs> Josephine Lacey. Gmar J. Some dude in the audience goes, "Let's go." Yeah, <laughs> Just got very excited. Yeah, that audience were wild that night. Yeah, yeah. So the, she said, "I don't do anal." That was a callback because uh, from your joke, I think Eddie wasn't. It? Yeah, some yeah, guy we, took it a bit too. We don't need to get into the actual uh, what happened. Yeah, but. there was a stag job at the front, and they kept going on about anal, and then uh, and then you found one a joke. Guy. I made one joke about anal. Yeah, but and then and then and the, the stag whole show kind of it. became this recurring. Yeah, every comedian who went up had to address the stag do obsessed with anal. Yeah, like, you know how sometimes you see a stag do or a bachelor or a bachelor party, bachelor party, um, and then they'll have a cutout mask of the stag or hen's face mm. as a mask. So the stag's sitting there, and then one of his mates had a mask of his face, and mm. they kept yelling out anal anyway. And then, and then not only was that weird, but then you found a guy who, uh, the vet, do you remember that vet oh, guy was, in the yeah, corner? Yeah. And it was an anesthetist, I can't even say it. Yeah. He, well, he was a student vet finally who had to anesthetize a penguin recently. I know, yeah. That was his story I got out of him. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there'll be more of that later. We're telling you this because be, it'll be mentioned in, uh, in John Spillane's set definitely later on and a few others. But uh, yeah, it was a top night. And um, also I got an answer to the what happened last week. Remember when um, I was supposed to get a toy plane for Max and it wasn't there in the shop anymore? 
Oh and yeah, then what yeah, we did. yeah. So D- got... Dame was back in the good books. Find well, out later. Of, find out what happened. And we've got Colin McDonald on again this week. Yeah, uh, so funny. And then uh, he, he was uh, he went on stage rubbing his belly. That's how he sort of entered. Yeah. So when he says this, <laughs> he's referring to his rotund belly. Yeah, he's just rubbing his belly. And then he uh, goes on to he's talking about biscuits. For those American listeners, he means cookies. This is it. This is like. Why is it here? It's here because I. Oh, it's probably loads of reasons. I eat all the wrong food. Uh, I do no exercise. I hate exercise. Uh, I live in a constant state that I call heart attacky. Uh, thanks for laughing at that. Only an Irish audience laughs at that. Brilliant, yeah. One, I know you just a fat fool. One, fuck it, make a light of it, come on. Uh, but one of the main reasons why this is here, and this might might hit home with some of you, one of the main reasons why I have this is that the clever marketing people at McVitie's Biscuits <laughs> on every packet of biscuits that they produce, they have the open here tab. <laughs> Five biscuits down. <laughs> Not two biscuits. I just want two biscuits. That's all I want. I just want two biscuits. No, they're clever marketing fucks. That's what they are. They're like, lower it, lower it down a bit. Down to this guy, this guy knows what the receding hairline. You fucking know, man. <laughs> Come on, let's pump the average age up, brother, right? But it is, I just want two biscuits. That's all I want to have a packet of biscuits. So I've just, no, but they'll do five biscuits there. And then I eat my two biscuits and then I look at, I look at the packet of biscuits and I look at them, there they are, all exposed. <laughs> I think to myself, I can't put those back in the cupboard. Because <laughs> they'll go all soggy. <laughs> so I have to eat another tree <laughs> and then an extra two for foldage. <laughs> or if you're fancy, you can go eight and get a twist going on there. Yeah? <laughs> Fucking love you two more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like a twist the bastard. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte McDonald. Great stuff. Do you twist the top of the biscuit packet? Like when you shut it? Uh, no, I finish them. Yeah, I finish the pack. I don't think I've ever put half a backpack back. Mm. Some people are very organized. They have clothes pegs to do it. Yeah, I'm always surprised when I go to those people's houses. <laughs> yeah, I'm here too. If I, buy, if I open a pack of biscuits, they're, they're gone. They're all gone. That's it. Yeah, if I see someone with a clothes peg on the top of a well-wrapped biscuit pack, I don't trust that person. Nah. So last week, I'll give you the update. So last week, I was supposed to get a plane from a kid. He saved his pocket money. A toy plane. Big plane. Big plastic toy plane. The top lifts up, has buttons, made noise, lights. Seven hmm. euros fifty from a charity shop. Brilliant. It wasn't there when when we went to get it. So it was heartbroken. So Sandra, all my wife, all day on this time last week, was going to toy shops looking for another plane. She found another plane, right? I, I brought it here. Max brought it in. To the podcast studio so we can hear it. Okay, so it's a big plane, right? It's about like the it's it's about the the from my from my wrist to my elbow. It's the size of a baby. Listen to this. Big wheels. But like so this costs 17 euros, right? It's 17 euros. So it was 750, so my mistake cost me like what is it, 950? That's a that's a cheap mistake. Yeah, but listen, I have to listen to this now. It's got four buttons on it. Listen to this. Gentlemen, the plane is about to take off. Please 
Okay, do you know how many Where's times Where's that voice from? What's I don't this? know what accent. No, no, it flies. Listen, this is again. Ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen. The plane has landed. I, 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 hundreds of day, times a day I hear this. Ladies and gentlemen. 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 <laughs> do you mean, do you mean to tell me, we're in a recording studio now, you, you, you mean to tell me they couldn't have gone, say, uh, just pronounce gentlemen a bit more. But it's, it's made in China. Ladies so they got gentlemen. someone, no, 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 and I don't want to sound racist. <laughs> Here we go. But where's the accent? Wait, from? I'll put on an announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, Eddie's about to be racist. It's cause it says Super Airways on the side. Super Airways. Super but Airways. yeah, I mean, you, you guessed it. I mean, it is made in China. But I know what you mean. It might not be like English might be not be their favourite language. Ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen. Yeah, they they didn't get Dame Judy Dench to record yeah, the voiceover. Yeah. Or la maybe it's like more ladies and gentlemen. Like, you know, like fluid. Oh, they're, they're really, uh, they're really woke. liberal, really woke flame. <laughs> Gentlemen? Because I, 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 ladies and genders. Ladies and genders. Welcome to Super Airways. Is that going to, because you can, can you even say ladies and gentlemen anymore? Yeah, you can, Damo. You can say ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> you sound like one of these Fox News presenters. Can you even say Can you even say that? Oh, you can't say anything anymore. It's not just black and white. Yeah, but you know how we're yeah. all like You could say ladies and, and gentlemen. Well, as long as you can pronounce it. Gentlemen. It sounds pretty good, though. It's, but man, it's a nice it. toy plane. But every time I hear it, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of my mistake. Cause you know what that trip plane reminds me of? That sound is the only sound that the other one made that I could have bought. I don't mind that. It's like white noise. Put you to sleep. It's calming. Have you seen uh, the movie... Oh, what's that movie? The horror movie where everyone has to be quiet? Quiet Place? <laughs> <laughs> What's that place where you got to be quiet? <laughs> What's that called? Yeah, the, Have quiet, you seen pla the, the quiet place. Ah, I get the gist. She has to be. She has to give birth, but not make any noise. Exactly. That's that. That, it's that one. Very, it's, it's I know. Good. It, is, it is good. Yeah. I mean, I've heard it's good. But like that, it's because they they thought of the idea of the movie of from that. I heard an interview of the director, writer, whoever, going, imagine if you had to give birth without making any noise or you get killed. And that, that's where the whole thing came from. Okay. So sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the quiet man. The place. The quiet, quiet place. The quiet, quiet man. <laughs> John Wayne. <laughs> Connor Guilty. No, no, um, no, no. He was in the Connemara, wasn't he? Connemara. Was in Connemara. Kong was filmed in. I went to the pub and they've got pictures of John Wayne. They're very proud. Yeah. Uh, it's like, move on, people. Come on. Move on. Um, but quiet place. Uh, yep. Yeah, so there's a scene in it where it's kind of like the biggest trauma of the parents and the kid has a, I don't know, is it a little, I think it's a toy plane with like buttons like that where you press a button and it's got noises on it. Oh my Which goodness. in fairness, major oversight from the parents, major oversight. Like yep. surely take the batteries out. Yep. They've no one to blame but themselves. But so the big monsters, once they hear a noise, they run out and eat you or whatever, right? Mm. That's the whole premise of the, the thing. And they're walking quietly through a woods and uh, well, the kid's got his little toy and then he presses one of the buttons and boom, they're all, everyone else is like, oh my God, run. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's you not how you say gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Pronunciate. <laughs> they're actually grammar Nazis, the <laughs> monsters. <laughs> but so the kid gets eaten by one of the monsters. And the, kid the, parents, the kid gets eaten. Yeah, he gets eaten. The parents can't do anything because if they go and try and help the kid, they're going to get eaten too. The monsters, are they're, they're too strong. You can't fight them. So the parents and everyone else and the kids, they're always like, run, go, run. So they have to oh. run away. And the little boys, if I recall, or maybe they save him. I, oh, I actually can't remember. He's eaten. He's done. 
So just saying, Demo, if the monsters attack or they take over, take oh, the batteries I'm out of that batteries out of Take them out right now. I'm taking them out now. Sick of hearing that fucking genderman. Gender? Oh man, you're sick of it. I've had a week of this. Hundred times a day. Well, I think it's time for another act. <laughs> Please welcome, Please welcome to, the to the stage, it's Fiona Frawley. I actually, I do stand up to get a bit of attention off my boyfriend. Um, attention seeking women in the crowd, give me a cheer. Yes, that's so, that's so on brand for us. I told that joke before and a guy like nudged his girlfriend and was like, why aren't you cheering? Um, so he's dead now. Um, R.I.P. Fenton. Um, did you just buy them a drink? Did they? He bought you a bottle of wine. Sir? <laughs> You're looking for anal. With him. Fiona Frawley. Fiona Frawls. Great stuff. Great stuff. And Turn a, and a that very rude. piece of shit off, <laughs> yeah. Throw that in the fuck. Put it back. Put it back. In you're, no, you're no gentleman. Put it away. All I'm right. not listening to that fucking. <laughs> um. Oh, next nice. up we got you, Demo. I'm putting it in my bag. Yeah, so I was, uh, I was. Demo, stop taking the plane, but put it back. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, I was Please talking to the. Welcome to the stage, stage. Demo Clark. I saw the, the drunkest person at work in Ireland. Of course, it was in uh, Doyle's pub um, across from Trinity, and it was in like three in the afternoon. And this guy, the, the barman, was locked. I just went in and had a, have a pint. Me, my mate, mate wasn't there. Yet. I was like, I'll have a pint. Anyway. I went up and I was like, oh, Guinness. And he was like, grand. And uh, he was sort of, you know, that sort of, <laughs> the glazed eyes. And I was like, oh, he's probably just, he wouldn't be drunk. He probably just is stoned or something, you know? Anyway, he, goes, <laughs> he comes back with a glass, a large glass of red wine. And I was like, oh, sorry, I said uh, Guinness. You know, he did it with quite like, made me think, did I order red wine? <laughs> Do you know when someone does it with such confidence, you're like, oh no, I'm wrong. You know? He had the black shirt with the collar and all that, so I was like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe I did order red wine. So I ordered a Guinness. And he went, ah, oh, yeah, grand, so. And I, he grabbed it and we're like. <laughs> I was like, how many people has this done this for? And I was, as I drank my Guinness, <laughs> my mate came, he did it to four other people that we saw. He probably had been doing it all day. What an amazing job. And wouldn't it be great to wake up the next day, heads and bits, and get a paycheck in the mail and just be like, was I in work last week? There's me. That was still the drunk. Have you seen anyone at work drunk before? Um, You? How do yeah, so how do you sober up? A bit of why not coffee would be... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Are you an alcoholic looking to get your shit together? I'll tell you what's tasty and gives you a little pep. Coffee. And what's better than why not coffee in Wilton Park, Dublin 2? We got, we got velvet flavour, espresso oh, whole bean. Velvet roasted. Man, I've been drinking this stuff for a long time now. Thank goodness they sponsored us because I love this. Yeah, I tell you they what. They gave us a bag of beans. They could be yours. Let's go why not coffee and they'll deliver it to your place. I tell you what, if those parents in Quiet Place movie had a why not coffee, their kid never would have been eaten by those monsters. No, they would have, run, they would have thrown the machine at the monsters They'd and then ran away. sharp as anything. They'd have taken those batteries out. You don't oh give kids noisy toys when there's monsters that eat things that make noise. <laughs> Basic shit. Basic Man, shit. So, so dumb. So get yourself a why not coffee. Get yourself a why not coffee so you don't get eaten by monsters. Mmm. <laughs> mm, not getting eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Making me hungry right now. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Oh, right, we've got more. Uh, oh, yeah, so drunk. Everyone's hungover. Like, I find a lot of people in retail seem hungover. Yeah, a lot of people... 
if you go shopping on Monday morning, the whole city's hungover. Yeah. Yeah. You can feel it. People from other countries who move to Ireland and work here, I always hear them complain about Irish workers, Irish employees. They're always like, Jesus Christ, these Irish employees so lazy or just kind of got a bad attitude. We are lazy fuckers. It's a bad, mm. it's a really bad stereotype to get. Obviously, I'd say the ones who move abroad do very well. Do very well because they're obviously the ones who are a bit ambitious. They're like, this fucking Irish, blah, blah, blah. I know, I'll go abroad and make it big in LA. Yeah. But the ones who stick around, they're just like, yeah, sure. But whatever. also, if you're, if you're Irish and you've, you've traveled abroad, you don't have that begrudgery all around you. Because in Ireland, no one wants you to be successful. You're supposed to be hating your job and drinking with me every Friday. Yeah, yeah. You know, that sort of carry on. I think it's slightly better now. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, it's I think not, my it's generation not. are slightly less begrudging. Yeah, I think the but, begrudging is slowly going. Yeah, I think begrudging is slowly... But there's still it's still hints of it. Mm. Especially... I mean, it's going to make people angry. But in, in Dublin, it's not as bad. Do you know what I mean? It's like... Because there's more people who have moved from around the place here to work to, to work and try and make it at whatever they're doing if you go out to Mayo oh, you go to yeah. fucking Ballon Rope or <laughs> <laughs> gonna get a lot of hate mail but hey Eddie's from the west of Ireland he's, he's, he's from okay there. okay I'm not into targeting Ballon Rope I don't, I <laughs> it's a lovely love place it. Ballon Rope with great people open minded lovely place I drove through it twice and the begrudgery as I was driving through. <laughs> you can look at him with his car driving yeah, around yeah, yeah. doing what he wants. Get out of here with your dreams. I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> How did he know? Well, you were daydreaming at the time. I can spot that a mile away. He's daydreaming. I can see the clouds above, above, above his head. I nearly above. ran the guy over. He's like, get out of here, you dreaming bastard. Your dreams. People don't want to have dreams, man. you got to be, you know, that, that outsider, you know, on, in a Disney film. Just like, I want to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. different. That's a horrible generalization. I'm sure there's people in Ballon Robe with big dreams. Yeah, but yeah. There's so a everyone, few who don't. There's a few people who want everything to stay exactly the same, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm you sure know what they... the worst people were? Ooh. Is the ones who, during lockdown, they enjoyed lockdown. Oh, well, I, I definitely remember, enjoyed lockdown. Lock, no, but I mean, like, when lockdown <laughs> was coming to an end, and there was, like, there was still a certain amount of people who were like, no, this is terrible. We need to go back to lockdown. Or, like, there's, like, a slight risk of COVID. I met a handful of those people. They're like, no, we should be in full lockdown again. We need to be fully safe, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, your job and your life isn't affected by lockdown. But there's all these other people whose lives and livelihoods and like are, have been ruined. But you're just like, I enjoy being at home and being miserable. You know those? Yeah, because like no one's stopping you from being in your own lockdown. Like, really, I think if, if you want to sit home and don't do anything and not make it, just do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what that's what annoys me when, when other people dictate what other people should do. It's like you do you stay you, at home. You lock down yourself. Lock down yourself. You other want, people want to go out. Yeah. Other people want to go out. Other people in live entertainment want to go out and perform. A lot of people want to see these people, you know? So yeah. Who is these No, don't let it happen. It's like keep to yourself. No one's dragging you out. If yeah. you are, there's a problem. You should be saying something. But if you know just realize I've been ranting for the last five minutes. Oh, I need another pick-me-up. Maybe a yeah, wine-off wine coffee. Just get me through this. Mm. Sounds like I'm begrudging to the lockdown people as well. We're now. begrudging to the begrudges. Do two wrongs make a right? You know why I'm begrudging? Why not? Because I drove through Ballon Roll recently and it rubs off on oh, you. It, it sticks to you like glue. <laughs> <laughs> if you're from Ballon Robe, please message in. Prove us wrong. Do you have dreams? Do you want to leave Ballon Robe? Is everyone open-minded? Are you gay? Maybe. Do people like that? <laughs> Maybe you should move to Ballon Dreams. Uh, Ballon Dreams. Put on that robe and hit the road. <laughs> put on that Ballon Robe. 
Okay. Hey, we're going bright lights of Hollywood. Speaking of dreams, I did a bit on Anne Frank. <laughs> she had dreams to get out, didn't she? Um. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, if you're from Bell and Robe or if you're one of the Frank family. If you're a survivor of Bell and Robe or... Of oh, other atrocities. Or, or, other atrocities. <laughs> or being trapped in Amsterdam. You're in the, anyway. Um, if you're in an attic in Ballad Road, <laughs> you can't get out. Get out of there. Shh. <laughs> Write my diary. Okay. I think it, it was oh, played sh- a bit. Quiet, but, can you hear that? That's a real plane. It's a, no, I thought that was a, a chopper. <laughs> Bell and Robert sent out their, uh, their a fleet to, to shoot us down. But anyway, let's hear more, let's hear more of Eddie. Let's see if we can put his foot in it some more. There's, uh, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie was talking about Anne Frank this week on stage. Of course he was. Went to Amsterdam a couple of weeks back. Had a great old time. Went to the Anne Frank Museum. You ever been to the Anne Frank Museum? Yeah? There's a cafe kind of across the road from the Anne Frank Museum, right? Went for a coffee afterwards. I have my little coffee. Uh, with my girlfriend, and there's an elderly couple, German couple, came up to me, and this old German man said, Hello, uh, do you know where Anne Frank is? (laughs) I was like, why do you want to know? Uh, He's like, the museum. I was like, oh, thank God, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) It's just across the road, man. Whoa, he made me worry for a second. You seen in a, have you, you know, there's Anne Frank signs all across the city. Anne Frank, arrow, that way. <laughs> it's a bit tactless, do you know what I mean? Like, thankfully they didn't have those in the 1940s. That would have been awkward, you know. Where is the little Jewish girl? Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's the sign. Okay, very good. <laughs> okay, that's too dark for some people. All right. That is okay. That is okay. Very good. Uh, hey, Eddie Malarkey. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear it for Eddie Malagi. That, that was very good. That was new, wasn't it? You were just riffing about Tell you Anne what, Frank. thankfully, Anne Frank didn't have one of those planes back in the no, day. No, man, it'd be a quiet place. I'd be looking for him. <laughs> Do you hear that next door? I think she didn't have one of those noisy toys. Um... Oh, oh yeah, but uh, we were just talking about lockdown. You had another bit this week about... Oh, yeah, so, so- some guy. Yeah, yeah, well... Some guy in the audience, I asked him how they, because they're just uh, newly married. And then I asked him, how did he propose? He proposed to her. And uh, yeah. Who, who proposed to who? Yeah. You proposed? What? Yeah, you, what? Lockdown. Yeah. During lockdown? Stuck in the house. Stuck in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you were like, there was nothing else happening, man. You know, it was either the PlayStation or proposed. Fuck it. Fuck it. Stuck in the house. Well, you're a romantic, that's right. And uh, so you're a year and a half engaged. You're in the house. You got Which room did you do it in? The living room. The living room, yeah. good, good. Turn off the TV at least, did you? There was off, yeah. Music on. Music or what music did you play? Spotify. Spotify. Oh, man, well, you put all the work in. That's great, man. You're fucking Spotify shuffle. You're probably an ad. You don't even pay for Spotify. It's just like... Um, Sign up to Spotify today. You're like, fuck it, now's as good as time as any. Here we go. Here we fucking go. Good on you, man. Good on you. Hey, the lockdown proposal. That's great. He probably just put on proposal playlist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was probably in Ballon Robe, nothing else to do as well. Nothing else to do. He's trapped in an attic. Trapped in. Just like, oh, I'll propose. Maybe she had a Spotify account and he's like, well, if we're married, it'll become my Spotify <laughs> yeah, account. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, have, do you have a separate Spotify account? I Nana? subscribe to a family Spotify account Next where door. you get five accounts and it's only twice the price. 
right. and then I get my sisters to give me money once a year. Thank you for reminding me. I didn't Ooh. charge them this year, and it's fucking months oh, have passed. Sorry, Malaki sisters. I just cost you a bit of money there. Of course, they're not going to volunteer the fact or send no. me the who, who proposed trade. to who? That's it. Let's oh, hit it again. It is, it is, <laughs> it is heckling himself. Eddie. Thanks, Shane. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Oscars. Anytime Eddie talks too long, put more Eddie over the top to, <laughs> to wrap him up. <laughs> Imagine that. You, 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 won the, you won an Oscar for the best role in a movie and like you're talking too long. Instead of playing orchestra music, they just play your scene, the audio <laughs> of it over top going, that's what we came to hear. Now you finish that and they get out. You thank God and your parents yeah, get yeah. out of here. But uh, yeah, so does it, can you see what their playlist is if you've got the family? Can you see what your sisters are listening to? Can I see what my sister is? If you've oh, got the family one. I don't know. I can with Netflix. Man, my family. I'm also paying for the family Netflix. Oh, the, the Malakis are coming through. You're the tree trunk of the Malakis. Yeah, it's not like I'm doing... Tree. Even that well, like there's, there's no, you're doing, doing better. Ter- I know how much you earn. It's ter- nothing. They're doing much better. <laughs> <laughs> they have jobs. We do this. Yeah. We don't yeah. even have a Patreon yet. Actually, we will soon. So sign up a Patreon so Eddie can pay his family to help Netflix. my sisters watch Netflix <laughs> yeah, and listen um, to Spotify at the same time. We had uh, Rob Moriarty on as well this week. Oh, my grand. Um, my grand died recently. She's very old. Oh. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my fault for bringing it up. Um, but she died, and my father called me to tell me she died, and it was obviously very sad, very tragic, you know, one of the worst phone calls I've ever gotten. But he called me on WhatsApp, so when he hung up, the notification came up, asked me to write the call out of five stars. <laughs> and I was torn because the call was heartbreaking. But the call itself was amazing, you know, like the connection was fucking, so I just gave it five stars. It was like fucking, sorry, Grant, I got to, you know. <laughs> Great stuff, Rob. Great stuff, Rob. So that was his last gig before he moved back to Berlin, but he'll be back and forth. So uh, for a little while, he'll be gigging nonstop. So our last act for this week, uh, as we mentioned, remember the uh, anesthetist, the penguin? And uh, there was the stag down the front. And uh, there was someone who worked in a prison. So these things might come up again. Because Spillane was watching the show. He saw all this happen. He went up. He did some material-ish. There's several audience facts you need to know for this to work. <laughs> then you come in. And if he goes quiet for a bit, that's him just choking out uh, a penguin. You are such a fucking weird audience. <laughs> You're such a collection of freaks and creatures. Just... A fucking, we like stag from London. These will be the most eventful people at the gig. And this guy's like, I drug penguins. <laughs> I drug penguins. I put them to sleep. I don't even use drugs, I just put my arm around its neck. Oh Your feet ain't so happy now, are they? fucking guy runs a prison in the Philippines did you say in the Caribbean to be fair though that's like that's a real good news bad news situation like the judge is like okay so I got some good news and bad news good news is you're going all expenses paid to the Caribbean bad news (laughs) anal anal 
don't even need to finish my punchlines now. We all get the the, the picture. John Spillane. Good old John. And tied it back with the callback that you started at the beginning of the night, Eddie, with your little uh, anal throwaway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so much of the show. It really, it, it almost derailed the whole show. Mm. But it worked, it worked. They just kept on yelling it out. But yeah, it worked in our favour. So thanks so much for listening this week. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please, let's hear for all the acts that we had on today. We had Josephine Lacey, Colin McDonald, Fiona Frawley, and John Spillane. Uh, please do follow them on socials. They're bloody hilarious. If you enjoy this clips. podcast, share it with your friends. Give it a five-star review. Tell everybody about it. Tell everybody about it. More comedy and uh, more suggestions keep coming in. And thank you for Why Not Coffee. Keeping us going. Keeping us pepped. Love it. Why Not Coffee in uh, Wilton Park in Dublin 2. Or order their stuff online. Why Not Coffee. So that's it for today. See you next week. Bye.